G'day campers, welcome to yet another episode of the Snowy's Camping Show. As usual, joined by Lauren and myself, Ben. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our YouTube channel or via your favorite podcast app so you get all of our awesome content and we'd love to see more people in uh, the Snowy's Camping Show Facebook group uh, where we talk about these episodes and anything else you want to talk about, camping, hiking, full driving, old caravan related. Mm. Um, today, it's tent and sleeping arrangements related uh, and we're covering a question that we get quite a lot. Mm. And that is, can I fit a stretcher in that tent? What stretcher? Will this stretcher fit in this tent? Yeah, mm. which is really hard one to answer. And a long time ago, we've got some information you've kindly printed out here from a blog article that I wrote a long time ago, and I mm. ran around with a tape measure. And um, We need to revamp this, I reckon. We probably do, yeah, because yeah, I, I come up with a really sort of um, rough <laughs> way of trying to work out if you can fit a stretcher in certain tent styles of tents, and I was running around the shop on my hands and it's knees. It's rough, but it's great. Measuring, I was doing trigonometry, I think you call it, <laughs> <laughs> with the height and sort of because I was considering the slope of the sides yeah. of the tent and how high a stretcher is and how how much space you lose with the height of the stretcher, and and then I I think Pythagoras I did the stupid diagram that was Pythagoras would be proud. Yeah. I think I did the stupid dog. I don't know if it's on the blog it article anymore. It looks like anymore. you've drawn it, drawn it with paint. I probably did <laughs> <laughs> because people wanted to know, can I fit a stretcher in the tent? And it's not, you, it's really hard to say yes, no, or otherwise because every stretch is a different height. Every tent's got a slightly different shape mm. or sloping walls. And, and the reality is we, we can't test every stretcher in every tent. No, many combinations. But mm. we, we, we have measurements for tents, which is the floor area. Yeah. Now that's a really good indication for a mat. So even, even a mat up to, say, 15, 10, 20, 15 20 centimetres high possibly, mm. um, you can go pretty reliably off the floor dimensions of the tent. The, mm. the mat might sort of push on the side a little bit, but it's largely usable space. But a stretcher, and we're talking about stretchers that are – 40, I think 40, between on 30 average, and 50. they're about 45 centimeters. 45 centimeters yeah. for an average height uh, of a stretcher. You put that in there, you raise the, the sleeping height up 45 centimeters off mm-hmm. the ground. Not factoring in a mattress height as well, if you want to go a mattress on like, top of that. Uh, yeah, adds more, right? Uh, and if, then you've got the sloping sides of the tent. Mm. So that space that you've actually got to sleep in becomes less. That's right. So I picked a bunch of different styles of tents and thought I'll just. Or try and categorize them. So I use mm. like cabin style tents, dome tents, touring tents, because they've all got kind of a different yeah. shape. So the cabin style tents being like common instant up. Um, some of the you get really yeah, large. like even your Oz Trail fast frames, yeah, common with, instant up. Some of your black wolf turbo tents. Yep, because they've got largely upright sides. Yeah, like so they slope sort of, a little bit. And then the top they yep. yeah, they slope a tiny bit on the four corners and then the roof is is um, That's right. Yeah. So I think – now we haven't write, written down here what I actually used for this article, but I reckon it was a 45-centimetre high it was. stretcher. Yep. Yeah, it definitely was. And the length, do you remember? Uh, what, I know, 197 maybe? But yeah, so fairly standard sort of stretcher. Mm-hmm. So for a boxy-style tent, so one that's got big flat sides, reasonably upright yep. sort of walls, um, I worked out about 15 centimetres. You'd have to take off each end in order to fit a stretcher comfortably and a Pretty sure it's from wall so to wall. So when you say when you say, but you mean when you say fifteen centimeters, you mean fifteen centimeters from where the wall meets the floor, fifteen centimeters out into mm-hmm. the floor, and then forty five centimeters up. up. Forty five centimeters is yep. where you hit the stretcher. So hypothetically, if you want to put your stretcher 
against the side of the tent or, you know, in, in one corner of the tent. That's the front and the back and the side wall that you're needing to take 15 centimetres off. Of slopes. Yep. So, for example, if you have a 200 by 200 centimetre or 2 metre by 2 metre tent. If, you, if we say it's a cabin style tent. In, so in that cabin style, size, yep. then you are at stretcher height, you're cutting that 2 metres by 2 metres down. If you're putting it right against the wall, you're cutting that to, what does that make it, 85, 70, 1.7 metres by 1.85. Yep. And even at that stage, you're right probably on the edges of the tent. Now, this is not an exact science. It's not an exact science, but it's a good point to note because in that particular situation, 1.75 is not going to fit a I don't think you can get stretcher in that short. So, yeah, but most tents, like a four-person tent, would be about 240 Mm. by 240. That's probably Mm -hmm. a fairly standard four-person size. So, um, so that so gives you about 2.1, 2. 2. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, most users, I don't know what the average height is. I'm on 85, so I'd yeah. fit okay in that. Add sleeping bag and pillow. I'm probably still going to be just touching the insides of the tent yeah. a little bit at that height. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but the, the whole premise of this was to try and give people some guide. A guideline. To understand, like, if yeah. you're really on the boundaries of this, then it's probably going to get a bit tight and you're going to end up with, like, the inner of the tent kind of up against your forehead. Mm. Um and and, and ultimately you can do that, but it becomes a problem, especially if your tent inner is pushing closer to the fly mm-hmm. where you have condensation or, you know, any anything like that, you can create a wicking point. Yep. And then your sleeping bag, your feet end up wet or your pillow ends up wet. So, yeah. Yeah. So 15 centimetres for, yeah, the um, – those like more the, boxy cabin style. Yeah, the, this is – we've got fast frame written here. Is that what the, the new Austral ones are also well, called fast the, frame? The Austral Lumos, which yeah. is the current ones, they've got the lighting system inside. Mm. The ones before that that didn't have the lighting system were fast frames. Yeah, so they're pretty much similar design. They're pretty much the same. It's the Colmany setup tents are really popular. Mm. And the Black Wolf Turbo tents have got that kind of boxy kind of shape. Mm-hmm. So that's a guide for those. Um, dome tents was a bit more. We don't – we don't really sell dome tents anymore, do we? I, I mean, don't know we've why. Got dome tents are a classic. Dome you can't tents go are wrong amazing, but I don't actually tent. know if many many brands make them anymore. No, pretty, there's a pretty, few but pretty basic what? ones. Senpai Neo, man, they're the best. They've yeah. got like, um, what is it? They've got the, the four that go across and then they've got a, a fifth and a sixth loop. Oh, that yeah, go it's a geodesic on, Yeah, so it's yeah. geodesic. Man, they are so strong. We just they're said, like bomb-proof. We just said that we were we may have been seen to be a bit biased towards Zempire with our episodes last season, <laughs> but we can't stop <laughs> yeah. saying good things about them. Yeah, they're and neat. That, those honestly, Neo tents are amazing. It's purely like just what we think. Yeah. There's no The cool, no the cool thing about it. those ones, though, is whilst they're – a, a traditional dome tent, meaning, you know, they're not telescopic poles. What do you call the poles? The elastic poles that all fold down. Yeah, like fiberglass or, fiberglass or, or whatever. Um, aluminium. But because poles, of yeah. that geodesic frame structure, they're a bit more, the walls are a bit more upright. Right. So this, on is, those ones. this is why but you But if you use a proper, proper dome, which two, only two has the two crosses, yep. yeah, you're Much looking more at more like 20 centimetres. And that's what this one was for, a three, four-person dome tent. So usually those ones that just have two poles crossing, yeah. so the sides slope a fair bit more. Mm. And this is why it's never an exact science, right, because dome tents come, like you said. In all different, and yeah. More and more nowadays all these manufacturers are trying to uh, create 
walls that stand more upright on the sides to create more internal space around that sleeping yeah. area. So it's going to be different for every type of tent. But for a small three to four person dome tent, you're going to lose 40 centimetres if you put a stretcher in there, mm-hmm. which for a, you know, say 240 by 240, sometimes less than that size tent, you, you're losing it's really not going to work no. with a stretcher in there. And I want to on backtrack as well, back to the cabin style tents because the Coleman Instant Up tents do fit into that category. But if you're going for something like the North Star or the Oz Trail Lumos, I think the 10 or the 12, yep. the front and the back walls are fairly upright, yep. but those side ends taper down quite significantly. Yep. So you're losing a lot more than 15 centimetres there. Just and on th- one side. Though. Just on on that one side. Mm. So if, you know, those two bedrooms on the end, to the front and back wall you can account for 15 centimetres, but the side wall is going to be a lot more than that because it's a lot more sloped. Yeah. Yeah. So might have, you can still <clears> – <throat> that might still be better because you could put stretches – sort of lengthways so you've got your head and your foot against the upright ends mm. and if you can fit them side by side the person sleeping against that slopey end might just be close to the wall yeah but you've just got that one side to consider and every time we'll, we'll get on a few a bit later yeah. where the, the configuration is different so there's only one wall that you need to take that measurement off of yeah um actually this this might um, the next one with the extended room on touring tents. Oh, right. Sorry, my, I backtracked, my, no, but no, I should have just gone ahead. Well, this is probably relevant for what you said about the North Star, mm. which is a great tent, but, yeah, it has got slopier ends on it. So there's usually just one wall here. So the extended room I'm I'm referring to is um, the, the Turbo Plus versions, which have got their front square, standard square And then room. the extensional bit on the back. That's right, yeah. and that slopes down to the back, and yep. it's quite considerably sloped. And I remember when I did this um, – Austin had um, oh uh, Fox, I can't think of the name of it now. They had a, a turbo tent style uh, jet tent. Sorry, is another. Oh right, thing. okay. Yeah. And they sloped a long way out. They were yeah. quite long, but they sloped to a really pointy sort of section, and you ended up with quite a lot of unusable space on the end. So mm. you got to take about twenty five centimeters at least off on those slopey ends. But as you mentioned before, the sides are more upright, so it's only that back very back end that you've got to yeah. take that space off of. You can kind of get around that by maybe pushing bags and stuff there, which will lift the back wall up a little bit yeah. and maybe things that if there is a bit of condensation, it doesn't matter if it gets wet and then you sleep on the inside of that. So there are ways around that when you've got the upright walls otherwise. And the only thing to consider, sorry, I just sort of cut you off there, if you have those style tents and and um, like the, the North Star you know, Lumos 10 and 12 ones that have those side rooms with the with the slope, is that where you stand in the doorway to look at those rooms, the slope is going to be immediately sort of in front of you. So mm-hmm. most people when they walk into a room, they want their stretches to be side on side. either side. So you've got this corridor of walking space and the reality is that's not possible. No, not unless you're going to be in head those up tents. against the, yeah. But even still a lot of them won't fit. Mm. Um, and so if you are using those types of tents with those super sloped rooms, your, your best option is to either go with one of those low rise stretches, which mm-hmm. is more of that 20, 25 centimeter height, or just go on mat. Yeah. Mats are great anyway. 15, That's 10, awesome. 15 centimeter self-inflating mats. Yeah. Now I have actually, I did actually separate, I realized I was reading Daniel, I did actually separate the, the bedrooms of family dome tents is what I've noted here. So that is that North Star style tent that you just really well to open that um, bottle there without using your hands at all. Yeah. Um, 
uh, hands-free camelback hydration. Yeah. Um, so that's the uh, North Star style tent and there was also like the Coleman Chalet was a popular tent. Yeah, and Chalet those, 9. So, so I these had one are, of those. They're, they were a great tent, mm. yeah. I don't know if they're actually available anymore. I don't they're think not. they are, no. Um, so they're a dome tent, but they're a large family-style dome tent, so they don't kind of fit into that three-, four-person category, which is mm. why we've separated them out. And they have a central room and then two rooms off the ends. But those end rooms do slope. And I actually found in the ones I measured, which was more than likely, I don't remember for sure, but more than likely the uh, common chalet. Um, but I've also noted like Outdoor Connections, Badara, Outdoor Connection do really oh, yeah. good family tents. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be up to 30 centimetres for those rooms. They're, they yeah. slope out a little bit more. So um, if you've got... I don't know, let's just say a 220-centimetre room, uh, you, you're down to 190 centimetres. In If you're wanting to orient your stretcher in that s- direction. Yeah, yeah, side by side with that, like you said before, with the, with the walkway down the middle. Mm. 190 and that becomes a short stretcher then. So, yeah. I, don't, so, I think majority of stretchers are 190, 6, 7, 8, you know, up to 2, yeah. 3, 4, 2, 2, 0, 3, 4, 5, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Between yeah, 195 to 205. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Ossets are a different setup. So you've only got a slope on one side and they're upright walls on the other three. Mm. So you only need to take the measurement off one side, but that back wall does slope a lot. That back wall slopes so much. Yeah. That's so, like that cat that catches a lot of people out, I think. Yeah. So thirty five centimeters. Mm. Now I, I haven't sorry. Also I was gonna say being a single skin tent, if you're not using the fly with it, it's even more important that you don't have your stretcher pushing up against the, edge. the edges. Yep. It's probably also another consideration for the single skin or any tent really that if your stretcher is against the edge is a rub point and yeah, if it's really windy that is and, then, really and true. It, it might sort of think, oh, it's not sharp, mm. over time it will eventually wear a, a point in, in the tent. Mm. Not saying don't do that, just be aware that if that's how you're going to set it up and use it, that's yeah. potentially something you might have to repair down the track. But 35 centimetres for the Ostents is what I came up with for that 45 centimetre high stretcher. Mm-hmm. Now I use an, an Ostent RV five and I sleep my family four in there quite comfortably, but we just use like a 10 centimeter mat or, or like hike mats or 10 yeah. centimeter camp mats. And we sleep with our feet against the door and our head kind of comes up just past where the pole is. And then we push oh, yeah. our bags at the back at the back and that kind of lifts it up and that gives us enough room. The, the wall is close to my head on 185, yeah. um, but that's comfortable enough. The stretcher though, I think would be quite uncomfortable. Um, I think well, I've, we've actually done a video on all the Ostent RV range and I did put a stretcher in all of them to show how they'd fit. And mm. for the most part, they were rubbing against that back wall. Yeah. Now with an Ostent single skin tent, that's your waterproof barrier. If you're rubbing that inside coating, then you, you're potentially causing a leak issue there. So Yeah, and if you're going with, you know, that's another example of going with a low-rise stretcher, a low-rise option, which is more yeah. that 25, 30 centimetres. Yep. Just that drop in 15 centimetres height, if it still works for you, because I understand that stretches for a lot of people come down to mobility. Yeah. Um, if a low rise still works for you, it's an awesome option. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you can fit the stretcher in lengthways though. So you can move it away yeah. from it. It easily fits lengthways because it's mm. 260 long it's, or something like yeah, that. So definitely. one stretcher in RV5. So running from side to side. Side to side, yeah. yeah. Um, I think most of the Oz tents actually you can fit the RV1 actually, I'm not sure on now. RV1 doesn't exist anymore. Oh, sorry. It doesn't, does it? So most of the Ostents, you can fit one stretcher in comfortably. Yeah. Two, you can only realistically fit two in an RV5 and even then it's tight. Yeah. You can put them sort of crossways as you walk in, but then mm-hmm. the person on the back 
stretch has got to walk over the person on the front stretcher to get it's in. It's not out. super great, it's not is as, it? Not as um, suitable, and it probably negates the mobility um, issues that you might be using a stretcher for anyway. So, mm. um, now forty-five centimeters for tents with an extended back wall. Um, I don't actually know why I said extended back wall, but the tents we've noted here is the Safari 350 and the extended 2.5. So they're really basic setup. The Safari being that single pole um, tent. Uh, it's got like a single yeah, pole it's an in the old, middle. It, they used to call them Legionnaire's tents. When I was a yeah, kid, that's how, yeah, yeah it's just like a, a big square and mm-hmm. it goes up like a little pyramid with a pole in the middle. Yep. And then you can get the ones that have that extra space at the back and th- it's got like a almost like a horseshoe shape pole that goes across the okay, back so that, that holds that, it up. I think, yeah, you're right. That's what I would be referring to there. But these yeah. those sort of those tents, they're rock solid, right? There's four yeah. pegs, one pole, and you, like they can't. They're the best. Simple. They're, the, so they're probably classic, one of the most underrated tents. Absolutely. Ever. Just a classic keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it stupid simple. Keep it simple stupid <laughs> scenario with tents. Just you just can't go wrong. Simon. There's, there's nothing. Just say Simon. Keep it simple Simon. You can't go wrong with them. No, you uh, can't. There's not a lot of internal space. They're really just for sleeping. You can stand up in the middle and just the front bit does slope down considerably. So you lose a bit of space around the edge. And some of them come as an extended version, as you mm. mentioned, with that extra bit out the back. So um there are other like do you, yeah, what am I trying to get out of my mouth here? Extender tents like that attached to awnings and like your tag alongs, foxwing tag alongs mm-hmm. and things like that. They're pretty steep as well. Yep. Are they more in in for example, foxwing tag along? Is that more steep than an RV? Do you reckon? An, uh, not an RV. So foxwing tag along versus RV tag along or, or RV tent? Do you mean just like an RV tent? RV tent. RV tag along because I think the foxwings a little bit different. Yeah, I think they do. They're probably more. Slopey, yeah. you probably lose a bit more space in those because there's not as much structure in the frame to kind of keep it up and away. They're a little bit simpler yeah. So Darchy do an extender as well, yep. and then um, which is a nifty actual nifty little tent because that attaches. It is another underrated tent. It attaches to their pull out two point five pull out awning, mm. and you can also attach it to their two uh, meter awning if you want, just with a bit of overhang. But you can uh, un unzip it. And, and drive away, and yeah. it's freestanding. Just got to remember to mark your wheel, wheel, yeah, mark so totally. that you park in exactly the same spot again. But I think also for people who potentially um, like the idea of using the porticos for the Austral gazebos and things mm-hmm. like that as well. Um, you know, if you're a fair weather camper and you're not going to be in terrible rain and things, they're they're a good mm-hmm. option. That they have the similar issue with that super sloped back yep. wall. Yeah. So moral of the story is, mm. if you're buying a tent. You can barely safely use the floor dimensions for a mat. Yes, up, up to a um, a single high airbed. I yeah, would so say, I'd single say high sort of beds. ten to fifteen centimeters, maybe. Yeah, up. probably a good guide. You can go by the because that's going to come up to roughly where the bucket floor in most tents yeah. meet, which is generally upright, and then mm-hmm. the walls slope from there. If you're wanting to use a stretcher, um, you need to have a real think about the design of the tent. How much space you want there? How much comfortable? How comfortable mm. you want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, because even though it may be a five-person tent, you might think, surely I can fit two single stretches in there. Um, not always the case. You, mm. you can put two single stretches in an RV five, which comfortable for um, tight five, but you don't have much space for anything else. You do have the storage space underneath the stretcher, but you can't. You, you lose a lot of space when you yeah. put a stretcher in a tent. You so, do lose a um, lot a of space comparatively. Yep. Although I guess some people. 
you know, would be able to argue, oh, but you can put stuff underneath it and you can store stuff underneath it, which is fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that the head and foot space. And Stretches it's not are massively popular. They are. They're, I've they never, just they like walk out the door, and I've never understood it no, personally. Maybe as maybe as I get a little older, I may appreciate it. But with um, but with surely the it's not now, just you know people with mobility issues. No, I think or, lots of people. Know, a lot of people use it to put a, a swag on, so that then yeah. is it kind of the other way around. You're not putting it in a tent; you're putting a shelter yeah. on the on the stretcher. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I look at the the mats that are out now. Exped Mega Mats are classic. It's been yep. around, but Zempire have got one now. Um, Austral have now brought out a fifteen centimeter mat. Yeah, there's so many of these closed cell foam mats that offer um, really good comfort and really good insulation from um, the ground, whether it's hot or cold ground. Yeah, definitely. Well above what a stretcher does, because a lot of stretchers are just a thin bit of fabric, so they don't offer the insulation from underneath. That's right. Often, if you are getting a stretcher, you need to have a significantly higher rated sleeping bag, or you need to combine it with a mattress or another insulative layer. That's right. Yeah. So it's more to set up, more that moves around. So, yeah. Um, but that's my two cents worth. I think we're probably on yeah, the same page. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, I'm a bit the same. I've often been like, oh, why would you go stretch it? Because, you know, they're bigger, they're bulkier, they're heavier. Mm. I don't necessarily find them more comfortable. I'm not really – I don't remember when I last stretched. And I think when I was a kid I reckon we used one and I felt like every – it was a good quality one, but every single yeah. time I turned over I could feel the whole yeah. thing, you know, wobbling and The other I thing to consider with stretches is the tent floor as well and the feet on the tent floor moving yeah. around, creating – like Con- convince us, so, stretcher yeah. lovers yeah. of the world, convince Make us. Just buy a stretcher. That we, won't. we need to buy one. Maybe when I'm older. <laughs> yeah. But do check out the mat. So, because you might find you buy a stretcher, you're cold, and then you want a mat to put on top of it anyway, mm. and suddenly you're, you're even higher in the tent. So, have a good thing. I'm not saying you can't put a stretcher in a tent. You just need to have a think about what you want yeah. with a stretcher, how much space you want in the tent, how you want to use the space, because a stretcher significantly reduces the amount of living and sleeping space in yeah. a tent. Probably increases storage space because you've got all that space under the stretcher. But that's true. If you want to actually stand up and you know sit on the side of your stretcher, those ideas you had about just sitting on the side of your stretcher, have a think about how high you are and where the wall is anyway, because you might find you're hunched over. That's right. So, um, or you be- might not have much leg room. Yeah. You know, like a, like just because two stretchers might, in theory, fit in there. Also, take into consideration how much walking space you want and how mm. easy you want to be able to move through your tent and get in and out of your stretcher. Yeah. And if if there's two of you in there, do you want to be climbing over one person mm. to get to the other one at the back? And if and it is just like two, that? maybe you just need to buy a bigger tent to fit two in there comfortably to yeah. make you you know comfortable camping. But mm-hmm. anyway. That's my two cents. Well, our two cents worth yeah. of fitting a stretcher in a tent. Have a think about it. We don't have an answer when you say, can I fit this stretcher in that tent? We're not going to have a straightforward answer. No. We'll go by this guide here, um, which is on our blog. Uh, we'll, might it is on our it blog. We will we'll update it. We'll get to it soon. Yeah. But let us know your thoughts on stretchers. Try as Lauren said, convince us. Yeah. Uh, convince us yeah. to use a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> You can do so on the Snowy's um, Camping Show Facebook group. And as we mentioned before, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of this awesome content either on YouTube or your favourite podcast app. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching. Thanks, guys. See you next week. See you later.